Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans. This is Rich Schofield, a.k.a. Big Bro Sco from the Scobro Show podcast here on BTSC. Back here with everybody um, to share one of our PTSC's Mary Steeler memories. I believe everybody's already heard from Jeff Hartman, if you've been following the series, and I believe everybody that I've already heard from my little brother, uh, Dave Schofield. Uh, so we've heard from the two co-editors of the website, and now they asked me if I wanted to get on this, and I said, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a little tough. Um because some of the stuff I would have shared with you all, uh, Dave has already shared, um, seeing how we grew up together and experienced Christmas in the same ways. Um, but I'm also going to take just a second to, to, to kind of, I don't know, I, I got to get one in here on, on the little brother. Uh, you know, he was sharing his experience about receiving a Christmas present of a jacket with, uh, with Steeler tickets in the pocket. And, and, you know, he was talking about his family that was around. And for some reason, I was left out of being present when he received that gift. I'm quite hurt. I should have been the first person after his wife that he remembered being there because I was there and I was probably the most excited for him. 
he also talked about some of our family things that go on in our family, but um, around Christmas, but I, I'm going to get a little more intimate and share a couple of, of actual specific stories since he was sharing some of our, some of our family traditions. Um, and I want to share a couple of stories that Dave probably really doesn't know a whole lot about. He's heard us talk about them. Um, because for those of you that don't know, Dave is the youngest in our family. Um, he next is my younger sister who is about 17 months older than Dave. And then next after that is me. And I am three years older than my younger sister. That puts me four years uh, ahead of Dave. And then lastly is my older sister who was four years older than I am. So what Dave doesn't know was some of the, oh, what, how can I say, mischievous, ornery things that my older sister and I used to get into around Christmas. Um, he probably doesn't really remember because when we were pulling these things off when I was five and six years old, Dave was, you know, one and two years old. Um, he, he talked, Dave was talking about in his podcast about, um, how our family tradition worked with our stockings and how our stockings, we would hang them by our beds and Santa would fill them at night. And so those would be the first things we would have in the morning. Uh, turns out, I think my parents in their letters to Santa had written to him saying that we wanted, they wanted him to do things that way because uh, it could buy them about an extra hour of sleep. Um, so uh, we, we would, wake up and have our stockings first and we would always have a time where we could go and get mom and dad well when i was about six years old that would have made my older sister would have been about 10 we got up in the morning and, and we were going through our stockings and, and one of the things each of us found in our stockings was santa had brought us each a squirt gun uh yeah because i mean what little kid doesn't love a squirt gun um, but my older sister who has always been known to be the one who would come up with these wonderful ideas and then me being the younger brother that she bossed around constantly, I was the one to typically pull them off. So, uh, that particular year we decided, well, what better way when the time comes to go wake mom and dad up than to fill up those squirt guns and get them awake really quick. So we sneak our way down the hallway and into the bathroom and we, we fill up the squirt guns and my parents' room was right close to the bathroom. And my, my sister kind of opens the door a little bit, but of course she being the older, she was not going to be the first one to barge in there and go with the squirt gun. It of course had to be me. Um, she was close behind, but still I had to go first. So we sneak into my parents' room and we, just started and attacked them with these squirt guns, just letting them have it. And oh my goodness, my dad just jumped out of bed. And was like, oh, oh, oh. Needless to say, um, I don't know that my parents were real thrilled about that, but um, it happened anyway. But they, they, in their letter to Santa the next year, my parents must have said something because it was interesting that never again did we receive squirt guns in our stockings just didn't happen anymore. 
So uh, that was one tale. Um, I will tell another quick one. There was, again, my, my older sister, Elisa, love her to death, but she sure was the ringleader and sure knew how to get the rest of us to do things and get into trouble. Uh, Dave wasn't a part of this one either, actually. Um, now, my younger sister was, uh, but she was probably only four years old, maybe. But I don't believe, I, I don't know, Dave will, of course, let me know if, you know, he was a part of this one or not. But I only remember the three of us one year. My older sister wakes up and she's like, I want to know what's down, I want to know what Santa brought us. Let's sneak downstairs. I have a flashlight. So she, she's got a flashlight and she's like, come on. So we all sneak, you know, the three of us sneak downstairs and just at the bottom of the steps, we didn't go, it actually even go into our living room, just shine the light across looking and seeing. And of course we had all had gotten what we had asked Santa for. Um, I can't even remember what mine was. Um, actually, I don't know, know if I can remember what any of them were. I think my younger sister wanted a a baby doll of some sort that was, and and it was sitting there. And actually, believe it or not, I think I remember Dave's. Dave's was this big dump truck toy um, that was sitting there. I don't even remember my own. That's, you know, how ironic. But we did that. And um, I, I, I don't even remember if my parents found out that we did that. If they did, it's because somebody spilled the beans, um, which probably did because, you know, notoriously that we'd do things like that. And when my younger sister was that, that age and she couldn't keep the secret and would tell what we did. So, but of course I'm going to hop out of talking about some of our family stuff and, and talk about some of my, my Pittsburgh Steeler experiences when it comes to, um, when it comes to Christmas. Um, I got to go way, way back for mine. Um, so I, I'm I'm going to drop all the way back to the year 1982. In the year 1982, at Christmas, I was eight years old, a couple months shy of nine. And at this point in time, I was really starting to get into the Steelers. This was probably the first year I was really into the Steelers. And ironically, this was strike year. So we spent a whole big part of the fall not even getting games because of the strike. Um, but the strike ended. And um, my, my dad uh, had, had spent time in the late 70s. Um, he was the pa he, my dad was a pastor. Methodist pastor, and he had three churches in a little town near us. And um, while serving those churches, you know, he we got to know a lot of people. And there happened to be a person that we that my parents had become pretty friends with. And his company uh, had season tickets for the Steelers. And that particular year, I guess folks in their company weren't using the tickets. I don't know if that had anything to do with the strike or anything like that. But he kept getting tickets here and there for my dad. Well, on that particular year, on December the 26th, 1982, the Pittsburgh Steelers were scheduled for a home game. And I found out, I actually found out a couple weeks before Christmas that dad had secured three tickets to that game and that we were going to go. 
Uh, turns out that we were going to that game the day after Christmas. It was my myself and my dad and one of his coworkers. Um, I always, yeah. Um, and I, I remember a lot of stuff about this day. I couldn't even tell you anything about Christmas that year. Can't remember Christmas at all in 1982. But I can tell you such details about Sunday, December the 26th, because I was going to my first Steeler game. So um, my dad's coworker who was going with us, he, he drove and met us at our house, and we got ready to, to, to head to Pittsburgh. Um, it was a one o'clock game, so we were leaving pretty early in the morning. Um, I want to say we were leaving 9, 9.30 in the morning to give us plenty of time to get to, to, to Pittsburgh. Um, and we left the house, and we were, I don't know, 20 minutes from the house, and it was the last one of the last places I, I knew well before we went from Maryland to Pennsylvania. And I'll never forget a, a song that was playing on the radio. My dad had the radio going and, and the song was um, um, the tide is high. And um, my dad's coworker, yeah, the song's just playing and they were sitting there talking and he out of nowhere just turns to me and it's like, Hey, hey Richard, he said, just thought you should know the tide is high. All right. This guy that went with us, he was the biggest goofball in the world. First of all, he's a pretty, he was a pretty good sized guy. And he's also was probably about the strongest man I've ever met. This, I mean, just, you know, we, we talk about uh, James Washington being grandpa strong, you know, that Ryan Clark had said on an interview with PTSC, this guy, was grandpa strong, but was the biggest goofball and lovable guy. See, the tide is high and I'll, and I'll never forget that. Then the next part of the day I won't forget is we're coming in towards Pittsburgh. We're on route 51 and we stopped at a 50 styles McDonald's to grab lunch real quick. And, and I, I can even remember what I got to eat that day. I got chicken. I got chicken McNuggets with sweet and sour sauce. And uh, I'll probably always remember that because I'm we're we're then driving along because we're eating in the car on the way and I, and I'm eating my my chicken McNuggets sweet and sour sauce and my dad's coworker Bob turns in and he's like oh how do you eat that with that sweet and sour sauce he's like but sweet and sour sauce just makes me you know don't ask me why I remember that but I remember that we get down we come through the tunnel we we'll pop out boom there it is there's Three Rivers Stadium city of Pittsburgh. It was the first, you know, it just amazing. Okay. Uh, not the first time I've been through the tunnel or to Pittsburgh or even to three river stadium. Cause I've been to some pirates games, but this was my first Steelers experience. We get in the stadium. We go to our seats. Our seats are on the 50 yard line. Uh, not just on the 50 yard line, but on the 50 yard line, four rows back. Now, the only downside is we were not behind the Steelers bench. We were behind the New England Patriots bench. So it was visitors bench, but four rows back, 50-yard line. It was phenomenal. I had as much fun watching players on the sideline as I was having fun watching the game. Um, and I'll never forget, there was a guy that was sitting, you know, had the seats down next to our three, and I guess, you know, my dad had been to a game or two before that year, and 
they had met before and he was a real nice guy and he had a bag of cookies and he kept offering me cookies, which, you know, what any, what eight year old kid would turn down cookies. Um, and that was fantastic. But the other thing I'll remember about this guy was as the game went on, he, he had plenty of iron cities going down. Um, and by the end of the game, he was awfully tanked. Um, but it was kind of funny because see, that was probably my first real experience with a drunk person like that. So that was, that was an interesting experience as well. But here I am, you know, eight, almost nine year old kid, my first Steelers game, Terry Bradshaw's playing quarterback, you know, Franco Harris is playing running back. But the one I will remember the most, because at that point in time, my favorite player for the Steelers was John Stallworth. And the reason I will always, the, the one play in the game I will always remember was Stallworth catching a touchdown pass from Bradshaw. It, it was just everything, you know, as a kid, you're just like, oh, I hope, you know, I hope Stallworth does something. Yeah. Stallworth catches a touchdown. Um, Steelers pretty much dominated the game. They were up 20 to nothing at halftime, and the final score was 37 to 14. Um, just was absolutely wonderful. That was my first Steeler game. Now, now, now Dave talked about his first Steeler game being there the day after Christmas in 2004. My first game as a Steeler fan, day after Christmas, 1982. Um, Dave had to wait a lot longer, but he as well. He had a great experience as well. Um, what's ironic is the next the next time I got to go to a Steeler football game, the next one I attended was actually with Dave. Um, and been doing that ever since. Um, Dave also got me hooked up with somebody and I share some season tickets now and my fandom has never gone away. Uh, I've moved, you know, I've moved around the country. Um, I went from living here in Western Maryland. Um, actually it was the year day, you know, it was during the time Dave was, uh, Going to his first game at that point in time, my wife and I, we were living in Binghamton, New York. Um, luckily enough for me, I'd found a great Steeler fan and became friends with them uh, while we were in Binghamton. Uh, we met them because their son went to daycare with my daughter. Fantastic Steeler fans. And actually, it was at their house that I watched the all of the 2005 playoffs the next year when the Steelers make it all the way through and win the Super Bowl. Um, so, so just great memories there. And then um, from, from Binghamton, we moved to Williamsburg, Virginia, and we spent 11 years in Williamsburg, Virginia. Amazing what you have for Steeler fans down around the Hampton Roads area. Um, just a tremendous amount of them. And then it was also interesting because there we are, we are, we are in Williamsburg, Virginia. I am working at the College of William and Mary, the alma mater of Steelers head coach, Mike Tomlin. Uh, I, I do have to say I got a little bit upset because um, a friend of ours down there, she was actually pretty close with coach Tomlin, uh, knew him well. And anytime he came to campus, was around Williamsburg or came to campus, he always went to see Sean 
And, but I always used to get mad at her because she and I, of course, hit it off great because we both knew we were each Steeler fans. And I, though I would always give her a bad time because every time coach T would hop into town, she would never, she never seemed to be able to pick up the phone and say, Hey, come over to my office, talk to Mike Domlin. Um, but that's all right as well. So, uh, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of, uh, of fun while we were, uh, going through some of this Christmas stuff. Uh, I hope you all as fans are, are enjoying these. Um, if you're not, that's okay too. Uh, we're having a lot of fun doing them. Um, and we hope you keep popping back in as we try to do at least one of these each day, right up through Christmas. Um, Christmas, you know, I'm a Jeff Hartman person at Christmas. I love Christmas a lot. Uh, can't wait for it to get here. Um, I'm always excited. My kids are always excited and we always have the best of times. Um, so, you know, Christmas is coming up here in the next week and I wouldn't be able to say to end this in any better way than I usually end every one of our Scobro shows. And that is when it comes to Christmas, can't wait. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.